Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, recorded live on the 29th of April, 2010, with your host, Root. And Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about the best add-ons for the casual World of Warcraft player. So this is for like the Uber, Uber players? No, we didn't cover a lot of those, but just the casual player... The best ones. The best ones. The that you, necessary ones. The necessary. Okay. The nece- The necessities of life in WoW for the casual gamer. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, That's we'll go with awesome that. Awesome podcast title. You know it. <laughs> we're also going to do some greetings. Yes. And we're going to do adopt a pet. I love that segment. Glad you like it. And uh, Root's going to give us his rant. Root's rant. Uh, Root's also going to give you his auction house tip this week. As I do every week. I'd like to give a quick shout out to all of our guildmates over on Whisperwind in Titans Warriors. A special shout out goes to Tekakuma. Tiakadim, I think is who you're trying to talk about. Chakakan? Takakan. What's the guy's name? Tim. Tiakadim. Let's just go with Tim. Okay, Tim. He's been kind of cool. We've been hanging out a little bit lately. He's been. Uh, being able to see what I've been up to because he's been in guild chat and my achievements have been flashing by. So we'll get to that a little bit later. But I did tell him I was going to give him a special shout out since he was kind of putting up with me this week. So there it is. And I still can't say his name. But that's okay. Also, special shout outs go over to Stompelina and Ozzy. Ozzy. I knew that. Over on Um Go check him out. We love him. We love him every week. And so should you. And you can very cheap. Anyhow, we also want to give out some special shout-outs are going over to the folks at the Azeroth Liberation Front, which Freckleface, I'm sure you'll talk about them here later. Am I right? You're right. So, there's our shout-outs. There's our shout-outs. Hey, do us a favor. Check out our website over www.hearthcast.com. Always check that out. There's always stuff going on over there. Our email address, if you wish to contribute to the show, is contribute at hearthcast.com. Uh, you can find our show on iTunes as well as our website. If you also want to contribute to the show verbally, you can do so by calling 321-558-7637 and leave us a message there. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com forward slash hearthcast. And hey, while you're at it, take our survey. If you're on our website, that'll help us help you. And Freckleface, what am I wearing today? You're wearing your swag. I'm always wearing... It's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's podcast day. It's You're wearing swag your day. swag dog swag it is gear. swag gear. I've got your on shirt my... shirt says Hearthcast. On the front. Instead of the guild name, I got Hearthcast. Mm-hmm. And then it's got the... What is it? The Alliance logo or something? It's kind of a... I don't know what. It's like a... It's, it's got the Alliance logo in the background. Right. With a little flame in the front for the Hearthcast. The yes. in the front for... Her. And then it says Root. Yep. No Morlock. No Morlock. And on the back, right in the middle of the back, it's got the World of Warcraft logo. That's right. And it's a cool drab brown. Drab brown. Yeah, kind of. I like don't think that's how they market their colors. Well, okay. Well, I guess drab would be the bad word. <laughs> it's a cool shirt. You know, it's cool. That's all I can say. And I, I thought it was kind of greenish, or is that the other one? No, that's the other one. That's like military green. So you work in like a warehouse. I can't see it any colors. It is very dark in here, isn't it? I wouldn't know that it's still daylight outside. <laughs> you don't. It's like a casino. We don't have no clocks and no windows. So, but yeah, I do wear the shirt every Thursday, and I get to show it off in the office, and people go, wow, that's cool. In fact, we had some guests in the office today, 
And they actually asked me about the shirt, and I was able to tell them about it. And I think it was too much information for them. I think it was kind of overwhelmed them a little with it. I see. But they still said it was a cool shirt, so there you go. There you go. And we got some news from Tavern Craft. Did you know this? I did know this. Well, tell us about it then. All right. Tavern Craft has announced two new signed and numbered World of Warcraft Legendary Collection Steins. Cool. There's two different ones. There is Blood of the Horde and Alliance United. And I got to tell you, these things are not, they don't skimp on quality. They are perfect steins. They're collector's items. Um, you know, in talking to them, my biggest question to them is, can I put anything in it? You know, can I put some beer in it? Can I put some water in it? What, you know, what can I put in it? The guys, I can put anything in it. You throw it in the dishwasher. I can't bring myself to do that because it looks too good. It's too cool of a stein. So it sits on top of my desk where everybody can see it looking and go, that's a cool stein. And I go, yeah, that's my Taverncraft stein from World of Warcraft. So, so if you want to check those out, you can head over to wowsteins.com. Or you can stop by my office. That's true. You can come to Orlando and come to Root's office. I will give you a personal tour of the studio, and you can check it out, because it's that cool. That is cool. That is cool. So, Freckleface, what's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? I actually had an exciting week this week. Exciting weeks are good. I did. I actually joined a new guild. No. Wait, who who did? Vanilla did. Vanilla did? Vanilla did. My mage. Okay. Which is the one that is, you know, pretty geared. And I actually did ICC 25 last night. Well, this is what we talked about last week, right? Uh-huh. How you might go join that other guild and you were on the fence. Right. Well, um, we were kind of waiting on an invite at that point. Okay. We had to get approval. We had to wait on the officers to be on. Oh, I see. Um, and I had heard they had only they only take like certain people on their 25-mans. Right. ICC 25. Um, so being able to go, you know, right off the bat, that's pretty cool. That is cool. It's like an extra privilege. Yeah. I only stayed for the first four bosses. It is a very cool raid, though. Mm, I haven't done it. I've only done the rep grinds there, so. Well, the third one, you're actually on the Stormbreaker. What's a, what's a Stormbreaker? You know, this, you know the flying ship in Ice Crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, on yeah. that ship, and there's another flying ship, a Horde one, and you're basically fighting the ship. Oh, like, wow. You have little health bars for both of them over on the side. So you have some people that are on cannons and using, like, the vehicle interface to shoot cannons. There's some people who have to fight people who, little mobs who come up on your ship. And lots of people doing lots of stuff. And they give you these rocket packs that you jump around the ship. It's pretty fun. That, you use that to jump onto the enemy ship. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm just really having neat. flashbacks of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a lot like that. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's kind of funny. Um, cannon face is with us, and we're trying to figure out... Uh, you know, who demand the cannons. And of course he said, <laughs> you know, just because of your name, you, you have, have to, to do go. the cannons. That's right. That's, yeah, you don't have a choice. By default, you're there. Pretty much. Um, so that was really exciting. Just being online, uh, you log in and there's, you know, 18 to 25 people on. As opposed to like four? Yeah, as opposed to about four to six, as yeah. I think we have our maximum. Um, they're pretty cool. They say RAR when people log on for some reason. R R A R. They just hmm. log on instead of saying hi. They say rar, and everyone says rar back. Hmm. Okay. It's their thing, I guess. That's all right. Yeah, so the Azeroth Liberation Front, they go by Alf. 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 So I'm excited. That's cool. New stuff. New people. New people. New adventures. So, Root, what has been going on with you? So I've been doing my, my daily quest in Dragonflight. 
and um, still haven't found that one guy to give me the other quest. So that's kind of a slow going thing. Although I do think now that I just I have to go somewhere else and complete some other little series of lobby quests in order to unlock that other daily quest. So I'm working on that. Um, now, when I was running around Dragonblight or flying around Dragonblight, I did end up getting the uh, the achievement for Explore Northern. So because of that, I decided to go ahead and go ahead and complete that achievement series, so I get the title of Explorer. And so now I've gotten, of course, Northern was done, and I went ahead and got uh, Eastern Kingdoms, which is a lot of running around because you can't fly. And then I went to Outland, where you can fly, and did that one really quick. I only had a couple places to go in Outland. There's only like two or three zones I needed, one I'd never been to before. Um, in Eastern Kingdoms, there were like four zones I'd never been to before. And at one point in time, I thought, hey, I can't get over this mountain, so I'm just going to go around into the sea. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then it was, I'm committed to this, and I don't want to... Yeah. And so, and so I kept going and going and going. I've done that way too many times. And I ended up, like, if you look on the map, I'm going right through the middle of the map. Like, I'm like, okay, the map is messed up. I don't know what's going on. And then when I ended up in, in Eastern, or, yeah, Eastern Plaguelands, there were no mobs anywhere. It was void of mobs. What part were you in? The whole, the whole Eastern Plaguelands. Really? There was nobody there. And I talked to, I think it was, uh, was Teko Tiakadim. Him. And uh, I believe he was telling me that it is a zoning or a uh, an instancing issue. And since I didn't come into the into the zone the right way, it was completely. I mean, it was empty. It was it was weird empty. It was like nobody there. Was it? Um, are you sure? Is it Plaguelands or was it a uh, Ghostlands? No, it was Plaguelands. It's a Plaguelands. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Because you shouldn't have to zone in for that one. It was well. There's like there's an instance portal between. Um, yeah, into the Ghostlands. Yeah. Yeah, and I went to that. That was, that was my first time there. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think I was there on a Blood Elf once, on a different server. I'm right. not sure. But for, for Root, that was his first time. But yeah, there was like nobody there, so it was really weird. But then, you know, I went and got all that through Eastern Kingdom. And I've got Outland, and I've got Northern. And now I am over and working in uh, Kalimdor. And that's going to take a really long time. It's really not going to take that much longer than Eastern Kingdoms. It is because I haven't been to as many places over there. Ah. So I got more places to go visit. So I got a couple zones done. And that was where, you know, the shout outs coming to, to Tim were coming from because I would be talking to him and all of a sudden my achievement would pop up because I just got another zone or another area explored, another area. And he's laughing at me. He's calling me uh, Dora now. And I told him he wasn't allowed to call me that because I have history with that person. Oh, true. <laughs> so I'm like, you can't call me that. So so that that's what, that's what's going on. So... And this is really cool. We went on, and you probably know about this. You, every, a lot of people probably know about this. You're going to go, Root, you're such a noob, because you just now figure this out. We went on a mount run, where you go into some lower-level uh, raids, like we went to Kara, or Kara, or whatever, and went to two others that I don't know where were. Where, 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 where. Didn't know where I was, because I just followed them, because actually we jumped on the, the vehicle mount with the big elephant. Right. Did you go to Strat Home? No. No? Okay. That's another place that drops them out that people like to farm. It went to one that, that basically had to fight a bunch of ho- spirit horses. That's Karazhan. Yeah, yeah level 70. Yeah. yeah, and he didn't drop anything. We went to another one that was a bunch of trolls. Zulfaric? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and out in um, 
Cenaris? Maybe. Yeah. The the desert? Was it all desert like? Mm, no. It no. It was jungly. It was jungly. It was jungly. It's like jungle jungly fever. with a bunch of trolls. Was it underwater? No. You just had to ask one of the guildies tonight. Well, you're not in our guild anymore, so you can't. I'm still in the guild. I still have my rogue in there <laughs> and all my alts. Okay. Well, anyhow, we went on the, on that. Now, you know, we didn't, nothing dropped, but it was it was cool and, uh, nonetheless. So It's kind of funny because we, we had a guild mate at one point who was dying to get, I think, the mountain from Stratholm and farmed it over and over and over and over again. We finally got it. He was so happy that he cried and then quit wow. Really? Really. Huh. I guess he had his achievement was done. The achievement, his yeah. Crowning just, achievement was done and that was it. That was it. Just had nothing left. Cried and quit. Wow. Anyhow, I don't know if you saw this from Blizzard uh, this week or not, but registration for the two thousand and ten World of Warcraft Arena Tournament is now open. Uh, all participants in the tournament have a chance to earn the exclusive Armored Murloc in-game pet, as well as the exclusive Vanquisher title. So there you go. I mean, we had a uh, we had an arena team. We did. We we we, we started were to lose. Terrible. Well, that's what we intended to do. We were just building up points. Yeah, we were doing something with that. We got like the and we actually we, we messed up because we won a fight, and then it's like oh we won. <laughs> well, you know the the actual tournament. You know, you have to pay twenty dollars. I think it is right. It's like twenty five bucks, but then there's, you get the prizes of right. But not just that; it's all skill and knowledge mm. because you actually get the pre mades. Yeah, you actually yep. get a fully Geared. decked out character. So it's not that it's an even playing field. So exactly. how you play the game. Exactly. So ours was different because we were in our own little thing. So. Anyhow, that's cool. So that's that's Blizzard's news. So that's what they're doing. That's what's going on. I'm sure a lot of other things going on, but that's what, uh, you know, that's there. So get into that. All right, so Frankleface, let's talk about add-ons. And specifically, we're going to talk about add-ons for the average World of Warcraft player, because that's what this podcast is about. Right, but you know we like to make a discussion about everything that we... Oh, yeah. All absolutely. our topics. And that's so we're not just going to tell you... Go use, it. Go use them. What to use. Yeah, we're going to talk about add-ons in general, too. All right, so why why use an add-on? Well, there's two good reasons. Okay. Uh, first of all, it can show you some useful data. Right. Like the combat log, give me an example. Okay, combat log. There is a lot of information flying. It goes by very fast. It goes by very fast. You know, they got filters, but the filters really don't work that well, in my opinion. Because the content's going by so fast. Because it's going by so fast. And by the time you say... Okay, I just want to look just me, then it has to reload the whole thing. Anyway, stuff like that. What about me who doesn't really care about combat logs? Well, what about the auction house? I really care about the auction house. There's a lot of data. There is a lot of data. You can't comprehend all that data. No, you can't. No, you can't. The other things they do is provide a more convenient interface. Okay. I think Blizzard has come a long way in the interface. Um, But there's still a few things that I think could be done better. They make it a lot simpler with some good add-ons. And some of the add-ons do that. They take that into consideration and they make you know they give you real estate on your screen back. But they also just either make fighting easier or they make their interface a little better or they show you some data that helps you. Just depends on the add-ons. There's lots of different... Some of them are even very silly. Yes. 
Yeah, or they help you because they alert you that there's a horde or opposing faction around on a PvP server. Right, and what, uh, but that also um, is showing you useful data because they're pulling that from the combat log. Yes. Yes. Yes, and a proximity log, too. True. Now, are there any kind of drawbacks, you would think, to uh, having add-ons? Of course, there's a few. And you and I both experience this. Add-ons can slow your game down. Oh, yeah, big time. And you won't know which one is doing it. Correct. You have, you to, have dis- to disable them all. You have to go in and disable them one by one and see, see which one is giving you the issue. Right. Now, one of the things I don't, I don't recommend is using every single add-on for every single tune. Like, not all my players use, uh, all my tunes rather, use Auctioneer, for instance. Only my bank alt. Everybody else just uses data from it, so I don't need to hold that entire interface. And just like other, I had some Warlock-specific add-ons that nobody else uses because they're Warlock-specific. Any other bad things? Well, they can always be disabled. Is that a bad thing? Of course, if you're dependent on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if you get used to using an add-on and then all of a sudden a patch comes out and doesn't work... And then you don't know how to do what you were doing. Yeah, exactly. you got to wait for the upgrade. Right, or if the author just says, Hey, I'm out of here, I'm done. I'm out of here, yeah. I'm going to go play Super Mario Kart because it's cooler. I think some of the add-ons, too, make your character do weird things. Such as... Well, more likely the chat. And I've, I've seen this with the warlocks um, when they summon a different pet or they um, summon their horse. Like, they say something real, right. RP. Yeah. Um, it's a little awkward. And I had that issue with one of mine. Every time I'd put a soul stone on somebody, it, the little the emote would come up and it would say, Root places her, her soul, stone. soul stone. And so the, And the problem was, and this was, this was just an issue with it, is that the command for that, which was, I think it was called Simple Soulstone. So it was like slash SSS was what I was supposed to give it. it. was also the slash SSS was also reserved for a simple screenshot. So I had conflicting add-ons. I couldn't. So finally I went and disabled one and then edited the other and got it taken care of. But any other bad things that add-ons do? Well, if you were going to make one, yes. which I would not be competent enough to make one. I've but made, you may. I've made one. You made one. Yes. Our friend Sniper has made one. Yes, he has. Um, but if you do, you basically have no potential for revenue from that. Right. Because it's blizzards. You can't charge for it. And if they do decide to take your idea, your work, implement in the game... Then you're out of luck. Yeah. And that's your only reward is that, hey, they used my well, thing. Yeah, that's a pat on the back. Yeah. Well, my, the add-ons that I've got, they'll never, they'll never know about. I'm never going to publish them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not doing anything negative. I'm, it's, it's a data stream. It's all it is. So, it's nothing major. It's something relatively simple that I just wanted to see if I could program in the uh, in the Lua uh, language. So, that's that. Now, what do you think, in your opinion, this is your opinion, right? Kind of continuing from last week, if our opinions mattered. So, what do you think, for the average World of Warcraft player, are the best add-ons ever that they must have, that you should stop... Don't play again until you go get these add-ons installed and configured, which will tell you exactly how to install and configure these add-ons. All right, the first one is Bagnon. Bagnon. Now, I did get this one. Right, I converted you over. You did. I did. It's just a really awesome bag interface. It can combines all your individual bags into one yep. for one thing. And that bothered me at first. Did it? It did. It took some getting used to. And yeah. the, Well, the reason it took some getting used to for me is because as a warlock, I have a, a soul shard bag. 
And so it combines that into my regular bag. And if my soul shard bag isn't full, I see empty spaces in my bag. And I think, oh, I have empty spaces. And then it goes, your bag is full, and you can't put that item there. Oh, I see. Tallies the numbers up. Right, because that's, oh, okay. that's reserved for my soul shards. So that was the only thing. Other than that, I love the search feature. Search feature is awesome. Yes. It really is. And also lets you configure your bags, like how big it is and how many mm-hmm. rows and columns. Mm-hmm. It's just really great. Yep, that was I was a big convert on that one. Yeah, and it tells you how many of an item that you have in the tooltip. Yeah, like if someone says put some hey. trade chat, if Bruce says I went to buy a crystallized fire, <laughs> someone else can click on it and it'll say I have seven in my bag. But basically. then Root would say you got to sell it to me for less than what the auction house is selling it for. Because he is a sociopath I am. like that. <laughs> we love Chillwind. So all right. Moving on, then. What's another good add-on? All right, well, this is still in the interface category. Okay. CT Mail Mod. I do not have that one. You might have something similar. Okay. But you know how if you don't have any sort of mail add-on and you get a lot of stuff back from your auction house. Yeah. It is really annoying to sit there and get all your mail, is it not? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So what this does, it lets you check everything, select all of it. And get attachments? Get attachments. Maybe I do have CT Mail Mod. It's because in the auction house, was as much stuff as Fat Wallet brings in and out, i got to have that or else I'm going to have carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh, yeah. And if you use Auctioneer, then you're going to go in there and bid on every stuff. So then if you bid on 50 things every single day, right. you're either going to get the item or you're going to get the money, the money that yep. you bid. Exactly. Yeah. It helps out a lot. That's It's, it's a huge time saver. And I'm all about saving time in the game. So what's your next favorite add-on? Next favorite is Bartender. Which I do have and I don't like. You do have and you don't like it. I like it because I don't like the standard Blizzard bars. The the two different rows right. on the bottom. Maybe two rows on the side. I don't like that. I like my bars to be small because I like to put a lot of stuff on my screen. Okay. And I like this because I can take what would be a generic bar and I can shrink it down. Or I can make it in, make it vertical and just move it all around. I like it. I think I had a, a problem with that and another interface conflicting, which is why I don't use it. So I did like the fact that I could put my bars wherever I wanted, configure however I wanted it, get some extra bars going, whatever I had on there. But, um, yeah, I was conflicting with something, if I remember. No offense to the author. It's a good add-on. It, just, it is a good add-on. Another good add-on which you do not use is FUBAR. I don't use FUBAR. I love FUBAR. It makes me happy. Well, I'm glad it does. FUBAR basically adds a couple different bars at the very top and bottom of your screen. And it works with plugins. As in, you don't just get FUBAR, you get MoneyFoo. So when you have the plugin MoneyFoo, then you have your money displayed at the bottom of it. And you can hover over MoneyFoo and it'll tell you, how much you've earned in that session, how much in the day, how much you've lost, and your net profit or loss. And there are lots of different functionalities with with FUBAR that do similar stuff like that for different types of things. I think when I had FUBAR, because I remember I told you, I've told it before, I've had a ne- negative experience with it. And I want to, th- thinking back, I want to say that when I had it, I didn't know enough about managing add-ons in the game. And so... I think I just had an older version that was just not, you know, it was kind of lagging around and, and not, 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 you know, not keeping up to date with everything. 
Right. Well, this is why it would bother me to not have it now at this point. It's like I go from the top left and I can see my location, you know, where I'm at. I can hover over and I can see, okay, what's my actual zone. You know, I can see how many guild members are online just with a glancing. I don't have to open up the guild tab. And then I can hover over that and I can see a list of the guild members. Hmm. Same thing with people on my friends list. Well, I tell you what, I will try it again. Okay. That way I don't have to listen to you say I don't use it. Fair enough. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all I wanted you to it's say. It's just got a lot of different cool functionality with it. I don't know. I love it. Right, I'll give it a shot. Because if you say you can't live without it and you're, you know, I'll give it a shot. All right. The next one is Spam Me Not. Oh, I yeah. laugh at people who <laughs> don't have Spam Me yes, Not. Yes, so do I. Yes, because what always happens is I'll see in trade chat people all of a sudden getting mad at the Susan Express people. <laughs> and what's great about spamming not is that you can configure it so that when people spam, it can either just ignore them or ignore and report them. Mm-hmm. And then you have a silent mode so that it can do all that without telling you. Right. So I don't even get messages at all. Correct. That's how I have mine configured. Right. So I just don't even see it. Right. I have no gold spammers. Every so often one will get through. but Yeah. And if you set it really high, then people who start uh, spamming trade chat, even if it's multiple people and they're doing the same thing, like they're playing some game in trade chat, mm-hmm. it'll start blocking and reporting all of them. Good for them. No fun allowed in trade so, chat. So, yeah, every time people in trade chat start complaining about spammers, I just say, Go you guys need to get spamming not. Yeah. Step it up. I like it. Now, this one you use, I've got it, but I have not really found a use for it. You look Deadly at boss me, Yeah, you look at me like, like you're just shocked and just confused that I don't haven't found a use for it. Well, Deadly Boss Mobs is primarily for bosses in instances right. and or raids. Okay. It does a lot of really cool things. One thing it does is it does timers. You see, you know, different bosses have different abilities, and they usually have cooldowns in these abilities. So it lets you know what they're about to do, like 20 seconds before they do it. Okay. It also alerts you to things that are going on in the fight, like if somebody gets impaled, if they get stunned or something. It'll let you know. It will give you this, like, funny alert noise if you're standing in something that's causing you damage, which happens uh, a lot. Yeah. And it will keep doing it until you move. Interesting. And if a boss does something that you need to just basically leave, it'll tell you. Like, what do you mean? Um, you mean like, like, like you were fighting a dragon, it does this, like, flame spewing oh, thing. Oh, yeah. So you need to it'll get out say, of the way. It'll say, run away, little girl. <laughs> run, run away. Run away. Run away. No, it's a very deep manly voice. Run away, little girl. Almost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll believe you. Well, anyways, deadly boss mods... It's really great if you're going into something that you haven't done before. It gives you a little bit extra uh, knowledge of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if you're a DPS, you can kind of fake it. <laughs> okay. I'm good at faking DPS. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't suggest, like, if you're healing or tanking, going into a battle with just that mod and expecting to be able to do okay. Uh, you gotcha. still, need, still need to do your homework, find out what's what, find out what, how you need to do the fight. Because it won't tell you how to fight it. It's just going to give you information about the, what the mob is doing. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. On. Maybe that would be useful to me. 
I've got it. I just probably would. And if someone whispers you while you're fighting, it gives you back a little automatic thing saying who you're fighting. And I did that to you the other day. I like, I like, since you're whispering, you're like, I'm busy. You know, like I'm at this place doing this. Right, but that wasn't me. Who was it? It was Maude. Well, yeah, well, it was you. (laughs) It still was you. Okay, it still is me. And what do you think the last absolute must-have on your list would be? Auctioneer, of course. Of course. We would be destitute. Wow. Without auctioneer. That's a big word. It is. It is a big word. And that is also like my fear. That is my biggest fear in the World of Warcraft. That one day we will not have auctioneer. <laughs> and we will be starving on the streets. We will be asking people in trade chat for gold. We will become the people from Children's Week. Root will start like offering to dance naked for gold. No, I wouldn't no. do that. No, he's a gnome. I mean, come on. Oh, that's true. You kind of got to be a night elf to yeah. pull in the money. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's true. I'm sure there's a group of people though that enjoy the gnomes. There has to be. There, yeah, yeah. No. Anyhow, yeah, you got to get auctioneer if you're going to do anything. Any, if you're any kind of even halfway serious about making any kind of money, uh, any kind of gold inside the World of Warcraft, it's super easy to configure. Even if you use the base configuration, which we don't recommend, um, it's pretty good. And we did an entire episode on auctioneer, so go back into the archives and look for that if you're interested in knowing anything and, and everything uh, about auctioneer. Um, that is routine for me. I get up in the morning... And before I even shower, I log into World of Warcraft and I start my scan. Going, you know, just I fat wallets logged in. He's sitting by the auctioneer. I start my scan, and then I get the rest of my day going. So that's just step one of my day, or maybe step three. So, do you even want to know? Well, I got to get out of bed. Oh, okay, fair enough. Leave the room. Other thing else. So, don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> so, now, you know, here's the thing that, that a lot of people, you know, yeah, they go, okay, I understand, oh, I need to get an add-on because these add-ons are going to provide me a better experience in my gameplay. I'll get more information, I'll learn a little bit more, I'll be able to have a happier time and have a prettier interface and everything else. But that's a lot of stuff to manage. I mean, I have to update every single one. i got to maintain however many installations of these add-ons and when they all they don't all update at the same time now i got to worry about scheduling a time to download install uninstall man and that's just a pain in the neck wouldn't you agree oh absolutely so that's where they came up with with these add-on managers and there's a little bit of a war going on in the add-on managers between the curse client and wow matrix who is there first? Who does what? How they do it? You know, who Blizzard got mad at for trying to make money off the off of it and everything else. But, you know, that all beside itself. Do you want to get one or both of these add-on managers? Simply because the amount of time that they save you and the amount of headaches and just everything, it, they're so worth it. They're very small downloads. They don't take up a lot of system resources. And as we learned last week, there are some advanced features that can be turned off so that certain, like the curse client doesn't load and everything else. So, and you got to get them. Now, the WoW Matrix, we'll start with WoW Matrix first. And WoW Matrix, you simply go to wowmatrix.com and you download it. 
And all it's going to do is help you download and install an update from a selection of quality World of Warcraft add-ons. And it goes through and it's going to tell you what version you have, what the current version is out there, and you have a selection to, to be able to upload or update one of them or all of them. And so you go through, you select, update all, click the button, and you're done. It's a one-click deal. Uh, it is free to use. It runs on Vista. Uh, you can install it. You can uninstall it. It's got no spyware. You don't have to download Python or Java or .NET. It does install what's called Curl, and Curl is C-U-R-L.exe. All Curl is is a way for it to communicate via the web uh, and download stuff without actually launching a web browser. So Curl, in essence, in a very, very layman's description, is a very small web browser. And it does a little more than that, but we'll leave it at that. So you want to be able to use that and uh, update all your add-ons with it. Now, as I said, there is a deal that's been going on like forever, ever, 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 and ever between them and some other people. And those other people are Curse. And the Curse client does exactly the same thing that WoW Matrix does. Um... It downloads and installs and maintains all your add-ons. I have noticed that with WoW Matrix and Curse, there are some that WoW Matrix updates sooner, and there's others that Curse updates sooner. Now, with Curse, you go to curse.com forward slash client, and you just download it. It is also free. Um, it runs on everything from Mac. So does, when, uh, so does WoW Matrix. So I didn't mention that. It runs on a Mac, too. All the way up through Vista. It'll scan your add-on folder. It'll it'll tell you what is new, what you should update. Should you update one at a time, all at a time? Do you want to synchronize everything? Do you want to back them up? And this is what I kind of like that Curse does. You can actually, and how many times have you come over, like you came over to my house one time with everybody else. We had, we had the WoW party. And I was like, well, you know, someone can just use this other computer. It's got WoW installed on it. And your biggest thing was, yeah, but it doesn't have my add-ons. Oh, true. Now, with Curse, you can actually make a backup of your add-ons. <gasps> yeah. And you get to someone else's location and configure all your add-ons with the Curse client to that location. Provided, oh. Exactly. Provided you have your login, which they both require anyhow. So you log in with the Curse client on that location. It'll download and configure all your add-ons. So it's just like your home setup. Now, yeah, you'll have to go in and, and, and move your stuff around just like you have it set up at your house. But you'll still have all of your add-ons. Um, Curse is real big. The Curse client is real big in uh, PC gaming. What do they call those things? Like like gaming houses, like coffee houses that have computers in it that people play World of Warcraft in. It's real big on that because it can you know handle everybody else's accounts on that. So it's pretty good. They both do a real good job um, with managing your add-on. Real good job supporting their product. I use them both. Um, so it's. Yeah, you got to have it just because of the amount of time that that's going to save you in the game. It's just incredible. So don't don't even mess with trying to keep your add-on straight. Once you know what you got, oh, they both also, <laughs> sorry, I'm like, you know, flashback in here, but they both also support a search feature. So if you're looking for particular add-ons, like you like him and you go, wow, I really need an add-on to count how many fish I have. I don't know, made it up. And so you put count fish, and it starts looking through all the descriptions, and it finally finds one. It goes, this add-on will 
count the amount of fish you have. And you go, great, that's what I want. One click, install, done. And the same thing is if you know you come into something and you go, you know what? I don't really need to know how many fish I have. That was a stupid thing for me to decide to do. You can go back into your, your add-on manager and click one button, uninstall, and it's gone. And I've, I've done that. I found the add-on uh, decursive that right. way. And I didn't list it under one of the necessary ones for casual player, but it is a very good one, which if you have any sort of ability that does decurse or unpoison or something like that, rather than having to have a separate button for it, it makes a little tiny grid that only nothing pops up in it until someone in your party needs, needs that ability. It. And all you have to do is just left click on it. Cool. You don't have to go target them and find your ability. Now, was that something you used to use and then didn't like to use anymore so you uninstalled it? No, I still use it. Oh, okay. But that's how you found it is what you're saying. That's how I found it. And it's just kind of something that I've I've forgotten about that I use. But Um, you're dependent on it. Well, kind of. I mean, I'm a mage. The only thing I really do is decurse people. And it's really not that big of a deal. Because usually the healers do it if I'm in a group. Right, or the cure poison or something. Yeah. I got you. That's cool. So there you go. If you're going to use add-ons, which we've already said you ought to be using, we've given you a list of add-ons that we feel are imperative for a casual player, and that's Bagnon, CTML mod, Bartender, Food Bar, Spam Me Not, Deadly Boss Mods, and Auctioneer. So you want to go out and at least grab those, and you know what? Hey, email us or call us or Twitter us, or I guess tweet us. Or leave you us some say feedback. That every time. I do say that every time. <laughs> and let us know what your favorite add-on is and why. So there you go. That's that's all we're going to say about add-ons this week. Now, my absolute favorite segment that Freckleface does is the adopt a pet. And I love this segment because as as much as they annoy me, people love pets. I find them annoying, but I have my own annoying pets that I, I, you know, when I'm playing, I just go, you know what, I'm not annoyed enough. I need something else to annoy me. So I pull out one of my pets and go, annoy me. Um, if you really want your pets to annoy people, you should have gotten a little XT. No. Uh, no? No. No, I'm saying you should have. Well, I can still get it. If you really wanted to just annoy people. No, I want to annoy me. You want to annoy yourself? Yes. Why do you want to annoy yourself? Because sometimes that just has to be done. What if you want to annoy other people? I know you like if to annoy If I want to annoy people. other people, I pull out my chopper and rev it up. That's not that annoying. Yes, it is. It's a much less annoying than little XT. Okay. Have you heard that thing? Yes. It is so loud. <laughs> you have it. No, I don't. Someone has it. Who has it? No one has it that we know. It's just been out. Oh, okay. Maybe I've just heard it in Lagerman. Well, it's one of those $10 ones. Right. 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 But it's so loud. <laughs> All right. That's, so that's our annoying pet. So if you want an annoying pet, that's your tip of the week? No, that's not my tip of the week. <laughs> <laughs> if you want an annoying pet, All get right. the XT. <clears throat> For this week, you know we're going to talk about Children's Week. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, it, did, it starts May 2nd. Which is coming up. It is. And so it's my birthday. I know. I know this. But before that, will be Children's Week. Yes. Everyone has the opportunity to get three new pets during okay. Children's Week. All right. Now, for people who haven't done it before, who are new to the game, or just maybe haven't quite gotten to the holidays yet, basically what it is is that you talk to an orphan matron, and they uh, 
tell you that you are able to adopt an orphan for a week. So you get a little item that will summon your orphan. And he or she will give you quests. Usually they want you to take them places or to give them things. And it follows a quest chain until the end and they say, okay, it's time to go back. Take them back to the orphan matron. Now, the first one is an either Ogremar or Stormwind, depending on your faction. And you get an orphan, human, or orc. Depending on your faction. Depending on your faction. At the end of that quest chain, you get the option of Whiskers the Rat, Speedy, who is a turtle, and Mr. Wiggles, his little pig. So three very cute pets. The next one is in Shatrath, where you can adopt either a Draenei or a Blood Elf. Depending, depending on, on your faction. faction. Uh-huh. And as a reward for that, you can choose between Egbert, who is... You've seen Egbert. He's a I weird have. little, like, yeah. half-hatched bird. And he's the only one that doesn't stay with you. He, like, runs around on his own accord. He's kind of crazy. He drives a Honda? Anyhow. <laughs> I bet you guys can hear my eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of that little cartoon from Garfield when he's on the farm. Those little eggs. Right. Yeah. Right. He reminds me of that guy. Right. He does. So crazy. So, anyway, so Travis, you have a reward between um, Egbert, a little Elec, his name's Peanut. Or Sleepy Willie. I don't know what Sleepy Willie is. He's got one eye. He's got all these tentacles. Doesn't have much else. Maybe he's a baby Draenei. No, he's not a baby Draenei. Draenei's have two eyes. Well, maybe when they're babies, they have one. It's not a Draenei. Okay. Okay, it's this weird thing, but it's really cute because when you have it out for a while and you don't move, he falls asleep. Oh. That's why it's Sleepy Willie. And the third one that got introduced, and this is going to be the first time this is going to occur during Children's Week. Okay. Because they had this, one of the patches that came out, they had a little mini Children's Week in Dalaran. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah. that one. Oh, I so that you one. can pick between Oracles or the Wolvars. You can adopt a little um, orphan from there. Now, does it matter what, like, I'm honored or exalted with? It actually does not matter your actual status with the faction. Okay. You can pick either one. Because the wolf people hate me. Well, you can adopt a wolf and you can... Will that help my faction? No, it won't. Oh. I've heard you can go back to them and work on your faction with them. Yeah, you can. Okay. I digress. Sorry. You have to do a quest and you have to switch it, basically. Yeah. Um, but basically, at the end of that quest chain, um, you get the orphan that you picked. It's kind of funny to me because the first two, it's basically your... Helping an orphan, then they say, "Oh, I have this pet. I can't, I can't keep keep it anymore. You take this pet. And you take the pet for him." Okay. Um, the oracles and the warvos apparently we treat them a little less humanely because they'll just send you an orphan in the mail in nice. a cage <laughs> nice. after you're done. Just take this. Take, please. Yeah. That's interesting. They're but they're really cute. I have the wolvar one, the wolvar pup. Eddie. Uh, maybe I that's do. maybe that's where all the playing for the future puppies go, from Dragonblight. The walrus people. Oh, when you have to go rescue the puppies. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe that's where they go. I don't I know. I don't think you're rescuing them. Yeah, think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think is happening to those puppies? That, they're getting eaten. They're they're bait. But it's all part of the circle of life. That's the whole point. Circle of life. Circle of life. Are you gonna sing? No. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> not now, well, that makes sense because what's happening really? Is you're getting all those puppies in that in that daily quest, and that, so they can send them out in the mail. 
Yeah, that's pretty much you got to save up for Children's Week. You got to save up. Yep. 12 a day. Yep. Save it up. That's what it is. I still think they're using for bait. That's my... Hey, 12 a day, come on. That's bait. they got to be doing something with them. <laughs> they're eating them. They're eating Taking those Taking them from their mamas. They are. Mamas are angry. Yeah, they mama my baby angry. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, you know, I'm a little upset about something this week. What are you upset about? We, you know I've been doing that, the Explorer's Achievement, or trying to get the Explorer's Achievement. And it's um, long and drawn out. And long and drawn out. Have I mentioned that it's long and drawn out? It's drawn out. So, here's the deal. Like, you know, like Northern Park, man, piece of cake. Because I'm flying all over the place anyhow, right? Go back to Outland. Piece of cake, because I'm flying around. Now i got to go back to the old world. And i got to ride around. Which, yeah, I know the game mechanics. They didn't plan on flights in the old world. But, it's just, you remember when Sniper said... Hey, I can fish here. Why can't I fish there? Right. Same kind of thing. I can fly here. Why can't I fly there? I understand game mechanics. But so here, I'm running around the place. I'm going to places I've never been before. I got killed because I had to go inside some stupid city that was a horde city, and they didn't like me there because. You don't have to go inside any of the cities. You I, know that, right? I, I was like right up along, along the wall, and okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't saying discovered. So then I got, I'm like, okay, so I was kind of inching up close to the gate, and I'm watching the guards, and I'm inching up, I'm watching, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to run. And then I ran, and it said I discovered it, and then I'm like, okay, I got this, and I tried to run a big circle, but I cut my circle too short. And I ran right back into the guards. And they, Wait, which city is this? I don't know. Was it Ogremar? No. Was it Undercity? No. Were the guards big, like, stitchy abominations? No, it was one up north, um, there's a lot of daily quests in there. They're all like level seventies, like so. in the Outland. No, because I was, was running. Was it Blood Elves? Yeah. It was Blood Elves? Yeah. Sun Moon City. Yeah, Silver that's Moon yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, Silver Moon City. That's the one. Yeah, they they killed me. <laughs> Jerks. But here's the deal. All right, like I'm running around now, all over in the old world, you know, in in, in Kalimdor, in Eastern Kingdoms, and yeah, I'm hitting all these spots that I'd either never hit because I didn't follow that route or. I just went in there and did the, the rapid quest, you know, through using Quest Guru or Quest Helper. And so I didn't explore the whole zone. So now i got to go back through and explore the whole zone, which is it's fine. It's cumbersome. It's a lot. It's a dedication. I'm addicted. I am addicted to getting this done. You can ask Tech Techo Mako Tech Tech. Tiaganet, what is your problem with this name? <laughs> I think it needs, like each time you keep getting worse, I too. Do. It's like, anyhow, you can ask him. Like He sees all my little... Achievements for getting my different zones done. And he's laughing at me, but I'm doing it. He's like, wow, you're at it again. I'm like, dude, I am dedicated. I'm addicted. But here's, here's, my, here's my deal. For everybody who's going out now and doing this and getting this achievement, you've got it. Other people have it. I'm going to have it pretty soon. What's going to happen when Cataclysm hits and everybody can fly in the old world? Now, everybody's going to go back and go... I'm going to get this achievement because it's easy now. I just have to fly around. I can do it much faster. I don't have to worry about the terrain. I don't have to worry about I can walk away from my computer because that's what I was doing in, in, in uh, Outland. I just look on the map and go, i got to fly that way, and I'd walk away. And I'd come back and go turn, look at the map, and i walk away again. 
you know, to go do something else. You can't do that in old world when you're running around because you get stuck behind a tree. And then you turn that, that sideways running place thing where you're sitting on your side and running in place, you know the one? And it doesn't work. So you got to pay attention. So it's a lot of extra just cumbersome sitting around and moving, you know, cursor key back and forth or whatever. It's just, it's tedious. It's time sinking, you know, taking up your time. I think Blizzard should either lock this achievement out once Cataclysm hits, or they should reward everybody who actually did it via non-flying mount with a newer title. Like, right now you get what, Explorer? Or World Explorer? They give you a title you get like the, ex- the, the Explorer. Explorer. Right. So they should give you, like, the Old School Explorer, or the Veteran Explorer, or the guy who didn't fly around Old World Explorer. You know, something. A little something in there. Because they're not going to lock it out. That's too much. But they could reward the people who did it the way it was supposed to be done versus coming in and just flying around everywhere. Because that's just... You know, it's one of those things where it's the same thing like, you know, all the people who now go out and buy a mount instead of doing a quest to get them out, like a warlock or, or somebody else's mount that they actually had to do a quest to get. Now you go buy it. It's like, oh, come on. But... That's my little rant. I'm sure you have something to say about it. Well, kind of. I mean, if you look at the achievement system... I do. Okay. The points, what can you do with the points? I have no idea. You do nothing with them. Okay. It literally says on the website, achievement points are for saying how far along you are in the achievement system. Okay, gotcha. All right. So the only things that reward something are if it gives you title... Or gives you a specific object. And it's never something that will really help you in the game. It's usually just like a vanity pet or a tabard or a mount or something like that. Yeah. The way I look at it is that achievements have their own ranking system. Right. Within the, that the players assign yeah, yeah, to it's, it. It's like an understood, unwritten ranking. So like everybody right. went and got the Leroy one. Right. And it's it's more of a matter of vanity and status, whereas, like right now, if you had the achievement for killing the Lich King, you get the title the Kingslayer. Nice. So if you see someone walking around with the title the Kingslayer, now, you know they're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's a That's big a deal. That's a pretty good status. Right. But you know once the expansion comes out, and everyone's 85, and they're they gear that 85, right? they go back and kill them, that title's not going to have the same status to it. Right. And that's exactly the same thing I'm saying here. Is that when Cataclysm comes out and people are flying all over the place and getting the Explorer title by default because it's going back to the old world, now that Explorer title loses its luster. It does, but that's basically what happens with the game with everything, with all of the achievements. As soon as a new patch comes out, when there's new gear, everything gets um, gets gradually easier. Okay. So achievements that used to be really hard to get all of a sudden become a little bit easier and a little bit easier. Then they should color code them. They should call it, like, if I want, if that's the case, then when the achievement comes out and it's hard to get, it should be red or some other color. And then as it becomes easier, it could go to yellow, green, white, gray, and finally just, you know, just gray. Like, when, like... Well, what, what are you basing that off of? Off of how difficult the achievement is to achieve at the time when it comes out. Like, let's take the, the Leroy one. You know, that, when it first came out... That was a pretty big deal. 
you know, you had to go kill all the bats in a certain amount of time. Well, when I finally went around to getting it, I was an 80, and the guy's like, okay, let's go get it. And we ran in, and boom, we got it. It was super easy. Well, that detracts from the person who got it back when it was hard. So that person should have a red version of it. I should have a green version of it. So you want recognition for doing stuff when when it was hard. Y- yes. But see, I have two killed children. I do have recognition for doing stuff when it's hard. <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that. But to me, that's part of like the the socialness of the game. That's part of the evolution of the game. Is that you always have to be like on top of stuff, you know? Okay. If you have, if you, even if you have good gear this week. Your next gear next week's not going to be good. Yeah, it's not going to be good anymore. And the really good players... Continue to strive to improve their players by getting additional gear and titles? Yes. Okay. I can see that, but it's, it's still... I want recognition for doing it when it was harder. That's all I'm saying. If it's a different color or a different title or, or something. You know what I'm jealous of is the old school rankings for PvP. Yeah. You know, like the private and the yep. knight and yep. the knight lieutenant. You can't get that anymore. No, you can't. I know some people who have it. I haven't seen a lot of on this server. But well, but it's a PvP server. server. Yeah. Right, but I mean, you have people who are private or lieutenant or sergeant or whatever. Yeah, I remember those. those yeah. yeah, but and that in and of itself shows that they've been playing for that long, that right. they were that good and that's like what three I mean. years ago. But, and now you can't get that anymore. Right. That's and see and so that that in and of itself has not lost its luster. Because now you look at a person and go, Wow, you got that title, you can't get that title anymore. That's cool. That's a, kinda like, you know, same thing. And no, I think it just goes back to the principle of to really have status in the game, you have to be one of the first people to do it. Sure. Absolutely. You know? Um, even with the stupid like pets and mounts that you can buy, you get on like the first day. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Right. After about a month or two, it seems like everyone's had them, and no one even looks at them anymore. Unless it was like the the Mountain Dew Warbots. That's true. Or when they used to be called Battle Bots. But that has exclusivity in that they're only available for a short time. Right. Whereas something that they announce and then it's always available. Then it becomes progressively less. Right. Or like a pet from BlizzCon. Right. Right. Or the special edition ones. Or Yeah. Or yeah. from the trading card games. Yeah, those are cool because those are limited. But this is going to be something that everybody's going to be able to get. And it's just going to make it not so cool that I had it. Even though it's not, I mean, it's not a hard achievement to get. It's just a long achievement. And now everybody else is going, oh, I flew around in, in one day. Well, thanks. It took me a week. Well, okay, but see, you got to consider that when you go after the achievements just for the sake of the achievement. How long is this glory going to last? As long as I want it to. <laughs> how long will this? How long will this achievement be impressive before? So cataclysm. Everyone has it. So yeah. cataclysm. Yeah. So you just you go out with that understanding. Man, I still want to make it better. I don't know. I think the achievement system is just so interesting in that. For the most part, you're not getting any actual awards, but people love doing that it's, stuff. It's filling something up. It's filling up a progress meter. Right. That's, and people, lo- that's why people love to grind. They love to watch the little XP bar go from the left to right or wherever. They love to do that. People love to fill in the blanks. 
And when I'm looking at like the areas I got to go, and I see that there are five green and three gray, and I go, "Wow, I only have three places to f- oh, let's go now." And then I put off going to sleep for like an hour. And so that's all I'm saying <laughs> is that is I, I want it to mean more once Cataclysm comes out. That's it. So all right, well, there you we go. both kind of ranted there. <laughs> now you know something interesting happened today. Really? Yes. I like to keep up to date on on the auction house and making sure that my methods of what I do, how I approach the auction house is still pretty current with the mainstream people doing things out on the internet. And so I kind of looked around and looked at a particular guide, and I think this guide actually sells for like 100 bucks. And let's just say I didn't pay the 100 bucks, and we'll leave it at that. And I checked out the guide, and this is his, this person's auction house guide on how to make a gazillion gold on the auction house. 100 bucks, cash money they want. And they're obviously selling it or else they wouldn't be in the business that they're in. All right. So that means that there are people out there that are shelling out $100 to figure out auction house secrets. You with me on that so far? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've seen ads for that all the time. Yeah. So, all right. I checked this guy's particular guide out. There is nothing, nothing in that guide that I have not said before in my auction house tips. At least three times? At least. Yeah, at least. I mean, it's like, first thing you want to do is go get auctioneer. Well, yeah. And the second thing you want to do is set it up, just like you and I talked about in our... In fact, I was almost, when I was reading this guy's. I was like, this guy must have... I mean, there's certain things in there, I'm like, I think he got that from me. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then it's like, and you want to scan off it. And then right after your scan... You want to see what's in. You want to see what's available to pick up, and then the best times to to look to bid on somebody's stuff is right before the server goes down for maintenance. And that's because while the server may go down for maintenance on Tuesday, the real time clock on your auction is still going. Oh, so absolutely, yeah. You actually, you know, nobody else can bid against you, and so you actually have a good chance on getting somebody's auction that way at a low price, because it just you just do. So, and I'm going through this thing, and the, guy, and the guy's like, I'm like, you know what? There's nothing in here that I haven't said before for free on our podcast. So, it kind of made me feel two things. Number one, I feel sorry for anybody who spent 100 bucks on this particular guide. And number two, I feel like, you know what? Kudos to our listeners who have contributed gold tips and have, have you know, comments. We get a lot of comments that we love the auction house tips that you do. And that, that does drive me to... Get more auction house tips. Try new things, so, see if it works. Absolutely, because yeah. I, mean, I mean, Fat Wallet's doing great. Don't get me wrong, but Fat Wallet's also lost a lot of gold because I try things that just don't work. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, scratch that up to experience. And maybe one day I should start with my "Don't do this" on the auction house tips. I think I'll start incorporating some of those because I've got a lot of "Don't do this." So <laughs> I got a lot of "Do this," but I also got a lot of "Don'ts." You know, so. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that people kind of go into is that if you're going to decide you're going to try to make gold, however much you want to make, you need to be ready to invest time into it. Oh, absolutely. There are no tips, no strategies, nothing that somebody can tell you that will 
just get you gold while you're doing other stuff. No. As in while you're raiding or... The the only argument against that is your auctions are still running. So if you have auctions while you're raiding, you could be making gold. But well, but, well you know what I'm saying. Like it if, still takes if your time. goal is to get gold, you still have to invest time yes. in it. You have to spend a chunk of your play time. Mm-hmm. Which on is, just if we go gold. back to last week when I when we were doing our if our opinions mattered, mm-hmm. and I said I wanted a banker class because you do spend enough time, in my opinion, enough time inside the auction house that it should be a class in and of itself. Because that's how much time you spend, or should spend, if you are serious about making money in the game. So, but that's not my tip. My tip is not to not go buy somebody's $100 guide. Okay, so here's the tip. And this does take a little bit of work, but like I said, if you are serious, this is what you need to do. And it requires, from the onset, a friend. Alright, you with me? I'm with you. It is going to require that you and your friend have have four bank alts each for the whole thing oh boy all right what i'm what i mean is you want now it doesn't have to be like exclusive bank alts but if you want this to work then you want people to buy the bank so you want but i, I say go with four bank alts because that's how i play that's how root rolls you want two alliance and two horde you want one alliance sitting in a major city one horde sitting in a major city one alliance sitting in a neutral auction house like booty bay or Tenaris, and one horde sitting in there. So both from both factions, one at the neutral, one at a major city. And you want your friend to at least be hanging out over at the neutral auction house. If not in both places as well, because if you want it to work it really well, then you would. Now here's the deal. Are you with me? I'm with you. You're paying attention. I'm paying attention. Because I'm, I'm about to lay some stuff down here that's that's heavy. It's heavy. In like Orgrimmar, you can buy like a cockroach. Right? Yes. Yeah, but they're relatively cheap. They're like a silver. Actually, I think you get them in... Undercity. Undercity, yeah. yeah. So you go over to Undercity. You get snakes in Orgrimmar. Okay, yeah. well, yes, you can. You can buy snakes in Orgrimmar. You get the pet. That's the main thing here, right? And they're cheap. They're cheap. You then mail said pet to your neutral auction house guy. Your neutral auction house guy then is hanging out there. And your friend, this is where your friend comes into play. They're there too. And they're hanging out. And you're hanging out. And you're like, hey dude, what's up? And they're like, hey man, what's going on? And then when everybody else leaves, then you throw up your snake or cockroach, whatever you bought, onto the neutral auction house. Your friend immediately buys said cockroach or snake from said neutral auction house. At that point in time, your friend can then go put that snake or cockroach up on the auction house on the Alliance side in the major city. They can just mail it to their main over there. So we're talking a couple pieces of auction. You know, the auction's made a little bit of money. But what you come out for, like, a couple silver, and you put it on the main auction house on the opposing faction side, and you're making bank. Same deal if you want to flip it the other way, and I'll give away one of my secrets because I'm feeling generous. In um, Exodar, there's a lady who sells moths. She sells a blue moth, a white moth, and a yellow moth. You can buy those moths for a couple silver. They sell for eh, five, six, eight, ten gold. So you can do that all day long and make a huge profit on that. And that's on the same factions, 
uh, auction house. Get that moth over to the horde side, and you're going to again double or triple or quadruple or more your gold. Easily selling for 100 gold. So you're talking a couple silver investment, and you're going to wrap that into 100 gold all day long. So, yeah, it's all about working smarter with the system and actually, like you said before, taking the time to actually work on the system. Not spending your hard-earned real cash in buying some guy's guide who's not even going to tell you that secret. It just won't because he just won't. Because there's not a whole lot of work involved in that. You're buying something, you're moving it through the system. Dun, dun, dun. And that's Root's Auction House Tip of the Week. What do you think? I like it. Worth 100 bucks? Oh, absolutely. So, see, I just saved you the... You don't have to buy the guy. I don't have to buy it now. So, there you go. So, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the website at www.hearthcast.com. It is free. Remember, our HearthCast hotline is 321-558-7637. It's also free if you have free long distance or you live in Orlando. You can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com, which is also free. Or use our website, free website submission form. So you can do all that stuff for absolutely free. And if you like the show, then please let us know. You can send us some email. You can rate us on iTunes. You send us a link from your blog. MySpace, Facebook, or other account. We'll Frog send space. you a link back. Frogspace. Frogspace. That's true. <laughs> or if you'd like to send us some anonymous feedback, you can always take our survey, our Survey Monkey survey. Which is also free. It's also free. You can tell us what's what on the survey. Yeah, I like that. So until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. For HearthCast.com.
leave me, I'm lifting my arms There's nothing else to shoot, so zoom camera under this arch